I'm former Congressman Gary Franks. And I'm his son, Gary. I'm millennial. We're discussing everything from politics to sports and pop culture. From very different perspectives. We speak frankly. Many states have begun phase one of reopening, and some states are in phase two. It is important that we all get back to work sooner for the economy's sake. Yeah, Gary, I agree. I mean, it's been well over 100 days since cities, suburbs, rural areas, stores, businesses all over America have been shut down. And so uh, the fact that we're starting to reopen now, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. And to see how uh, New York City, um, the subways are moving again and and 400,000 workers should be returning this week. It is just absolutely fantastic. But we know there, that we have a long way to go. The unemployment rate, which was very high, has gone down a tad bit. And that's an encouraging sign. It's down to about 13.5%, but not across the board. Uh, for African Americans, it went up slightly from 163 to about 16.8%. Uh, so there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, but the fact that 2.5 million Americans return back to work, oh, that's a blessing. But in this episode, Gary, as you know, we're going to talk about what we should be looking to do down the road. We should be planning now to get ready for a more robust type of recovery, much like what we saw well, many, many decades ago after the Great Depression. And so we're going to have to talk about some ideas that uh, we think can really, really help our country and, and getting us to move back toward economic prosperity. Stock market is going up. That's another great sign. Yes, America should be focusing on the testing. They should be focusing on tra tracing. They should be focusing on treatment. And we all know that it's vitally important to have the vaccine. But... We must do more than that. And right now you hear people in leadership positions who are just throwing stones at, at uh, the other side without offering anything constructive. And yet there are examples of what we should be looking to do based on what happened in the past. When we look at the COVID-19 as truly being a, a war type situation, after all, it has killed more people than than the Vietnam War killed and Vietnam War went on many, many years. They, that being COVID-19, was able to kill tens of thousands of people in a much, much, much shorter period of time. And COVID-19, because of it, has allowed for the United States government to actually put themselves and put the country into a Great Depression with one in four, one in five Americans not employed because of this virus. So when you look at the, the trials and, and the challenges that Franklin Delano Roosevelt had, who went on to become one of our greatest presidents, as far as I'm concerned, he had to deal with the Great Depression and he had to deal with two wars in two different parts of the world. Well, this is like a war and it's like a war on two fronts because we're dealing with two of the most critical aspects of, of existence. No one wants to be killed or die, and everyone wants to eat. Those two principles are principles that 
a dog would have. Those two principles are principles that any animal would have. You try to kill an animal, they're going to go after you. You try to stop a, an animal from, from eating, they're going to go after you. That's just basic instinct. And yet this virus, because of the fact that we don't, we know so little about it, has killed people and we want to stop that from happening. And this virus, because of the fact that we don't know, we know so little about it, we've, we've opted to put people in under home arrest almost, keep people in a stay at home type of situation where we're, we're actually being treated the same way as some people who just got released from, from jail are being treated to a certain degree. Not exactly, but to a certain degree, is just not, um, you know, something that we're we've ever seen before. So, what what is the solution? What is one of the things that we should be doing that they're not doing right now? It's basic jobs. Well, let me ask, okay. So let ahead. me ask that question. Okay, go ahead, Gary. So, what is the solution to fix this this whole problem that you're suggesting? Well. The solution would be the items I mentioned earlier, but the next step is what's more important than the solution. We Yes, we do need the solution, but the solution will take time. The solution of testing, the solution of tracing, the solution of treatment, the solution of the vaccine, all of those things are going to take time because they're being scientifically done, which means you have to wait. You have to give people samples. You have to see the results. But what we should be doing next or what we should be doing now because we can't control, we can't speed up the testing. We can't speed up certain things. Certain things cannot be sped up at all. But what we should be doing now, Gary, is looking at ways in which we can create jobs and help America. Now, that's what Franklin Delano Roosevelt did with many of his jobs program, federal jobs program. He put people to work. Now, today we're opting to cut a trillion dollar check to have people not work. Why don't we cut a tr $3 trillion check to have people improve our highways and bridges now and get that all mapped out? That'll take months to get what mapped out, two or three months to get mapped out, maybe longer. Get it mapped out. Every state in America would need to have their roads repaired and, and, and improved upon. Every state in America would need to have their bridges improved upon. Every state in America. So we can actually develop a program that would start to spend money, since we're giving the money away on the federal side, why give it away? Have people who really, really want to work, work. Because we're not sure, even when all the states are open, we're not sure if the people are going to show up. We're not sure if people are going to show up in the restaurants or the basketball game. We're not sure. But if we put together a real strong jobs program where people can go back to work safely. We still want to use all the principles necessary to stay healthy and stay safe. It will fuel those restaurants again. It will fuel various other activities again. It'll fuel the barbershop. It'll fuel all the other industries. It'll fuel retail shop. It'll fuel everything if we went with this approach. So we should be looking at the future and how we can get rid of our number one, one of our biggest problems, which is the, the extremely high unemployment rate. We don't know if many of these jobs are gonna come back. There are 100,000 small businesses who estimates or people have predicted will never come back. 
JC Penney's bankruptcy, J, J. Crew, and we've had major companies that we've 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 seen. I've seen JC Penney since I was a little boy. Now, hopefully, they'll come back in some form. They're they're reorganizing, but they're in bankruptcy. We so a lot of these retail jobs may not come back. Some of these jobs we're getting accustomed to working at home. So there's companies out there that have said, hey, you know, you don't have to come to the building anymore. I think Twitter said that. Don't show up if you don't want to. That which will also hurt the, the restaurant and the various other businesses around that corporate headquarters. So we have to think of new jobs that are out there, new ways in which we can not only have jobs provided for people, but also to have America improved upon in one of the most critical areas, which is our highways and our bridges. We all know they're in serious repair. We need to do that. What, what Eisenhower did back in the 50s when he, he, he developed the interstate highway system has been magnificent. And it paid for itself through tolls and various other means. So this is, a, this is one way in which we, 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 should be, we should be looking at down the road how we can actually get people back to work so they're no longer food lines out, out stretching miles long in our major, some of our major cities. So I have a lot of things to touch on because you said a lot. So let me start with, uh, let me try to go down the list here. So we're frequently Roosevelt, I agree with you that part of his greatness as a president was his ability to create jobs, but also part of the reason why he was able to create jobs was because of the war. That is right. Was because of World War II. That, that helped create a lot of the jobs. So in this case, the war is the virus itself, and because a lot of what's going on right now has to do with doctors and nurses and frontline people, that's, that's, that's not really a job that people can actually just pick up and do. Um, well, let me respond to that. But I understand, I understand the similarities because, again, history does repeat itself, but, you know, but in different forms. So I understand what you're saying uh, from that way. But I'll let you respond to that before I, answer, before I continue. 9-11 created hundreds of thousands of jobs in America. We responded to 9-11 by creating a number of agencies, including Homeland Security Agency. It created a number of public sector jobs. It had created tens of thousands of private sector jobs. So there will be jobs that will be created out of this COVID-19 situation. Uh, jobs that we may not even be able to think of today, but, but there, there, there could be jobs created. But there's also a strong possibility that once we have the, 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 the vaccination, it's going, to, it's going to allow for us to go back to a different sense of, of, of normal, so to speak. But the point that I'm making is even that element of being normal again, a lot of people have made adjustments and those adjustments could result in a number of industries still being hurt. It's gonna take a while for people to start to feel comfortable with, with getting on planes and, 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 and which results in obviously staying in hotels and things of that nature. And we don't need to wait for that industry to come, come back full force. It's going to come back. We know it will, but it may, that could take years. What I'm talking about is a way in which we can get started now. And instead of just throwing $3 trillion out to, uh, to, to people who are in need of, of, of a lifeline, there's no question there's a lifeline, but all of these people who have the lifeline would love to be able to 
work as well. And once we are able to to establish a sense of, especially with our treatment, et cetera, like I mentioned those four or five things several times, um, and doing it in a safe type manner, um, it would it would help the country as well because we do need our highways, we do need our bridges repaired. Right now, all we're doing is is sustaining people, keeping people at the same level. Well, and if we if we looked at spending some of the dollars in in, in the highway bill, then we will be able to uh, see see the fruits of the, of our labor, and it's a it's a multi benefit for the country. We we reduce the, the unemployment rate, the rippling effect of the un, of lowering the unemployment rate, uh, people having new jobs. But what has to happen with this, Gary? This is a very important point. It has to be done fairly, and and I'd say this even though we have rules on the books today that says that you have to and you should hire black and Hispanics fairly at all levels. So they love to have black janitors, so that's not a problem. No, but I am talking about every level. I spent 10 years in labor relations, working on employment issues for 10 years from Fortune 500 companies. And I know companies like to try to get away with 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 uh, doing the minimal in this area, and that's not the way they that should, things should be done. And I'm talking about training type positions for people. We have a large number. We have a graduating class of 2020 who's walking into the worst unemployment type situation in decades. Why not have many of these large corporations or really aren't affected that much? Establish training programs for, for youngsters who are graduating from college or even people who, from, for, who are looking just to change careers. Why not have training programs to be able to help those individuals? When I left Yale, I didn't have a degree in, in business or anything of that nature. But I went into a management training program at a Fortune, five, Fortune 50 company. They trained me. I went out and I ended up being a, their director of labor relations for, for a Fortune 500 company before I was in my early 30s. So that needs to be done. But we also need to look at the way in which people are, are hired and promoted and get to that mid-level range where they're making six figures or whatever it's in salary. And those individuals must be treated fairly as well. And what has to be in there is what is is a is a sense of if they're not doing the right thing, if they're some of the good jobs go out to major contractors, private contractors, that money must stop. They cannot do that, and it, and the OFCCP must do their damn job and get on the case and make sure that these companies are not getting federal money, not getting a federal dollar if they're discriminating against black and brown people. Black and brown people have suffered the most from the COVID nineteen more blacks and hispanics have been laid off because of covid-19 more blacks and hispanics have died because of, from a proportional perspective because of covid-19 now i'm not saying that because of those two reasons we should we should do the right thing we should do the right thing because guess what it's the right thing to do it's the law right now that you're supposed to make sure that you have a good representation of blacks and browns at all levels janitor to board of directors, all levels of management. And if it's not there, no federal money. But we should start to look at ways in which we can create jobs through the, through the public sector right now, because we're once again, it's an it's a unusual situation where you have a quarter of your population work, workforce laid off, you know, unprecedented that we did, that the federal government did. So we must be able to, to look at ways in which we can quickly transition people who would like to, to like to be able to participate in this type of program. And I believe it will not only help 
help the nation get out of this situation quickly from an economic perspective. It will help us to move forward in a very positive way and make us even greater than we were before. And let me tell you, when you look at the Civil War, when that, that situation happened, which was a devastating situation where the country was polarized, North versus South, now we may have liberals versus conservatives, whatever, Republicans versus Democrats. What came out of that was a great thing, Gary, as we all know. Black people were integrated, in, eventually integrated in society. And we, the contribution that we've made beyond just what we did when, we were, when our forefathers were slaves is enormous. And after World War II, known as the, to some people as the, one of our greatest generations, the backbone of America went, went on to become and maintain a status that no other country has ever been able to match. And though others have, are still trying, I don't think we'll ever be able to match the greatness of, the, of, the, of America in, our, in, our, in the way in which we have uh, developed our society and have been so welcoming to all people. So good can come out of a bad situation. You can make lemon, lemonade out of lemons. And in, in this type of crisis that we've had, there are opportunities for us to be able to spring forward in a way in which our number one nemesis, as far as I'm concerned, China would be very, very stunned by. Well, I agree with you. Um, getting people back to work is probably the most important thing right now because all the things you were talking about, you know, like the uh, the airlines, the hotels, and all the restaurants and all those type of businesses, they will start to go up again once people are back to work. So, you know, I agree with you there. Uh, but what do you think should be our country's first step our first thing that we should put our money to to create the first thing jobs. they should do gary is get the house and get the senate get them to do their job and pass a highway bill pass a highway bill immediately and have and have the state governments as well the governor's offices etc look into the, the, the repairs that they would need in their in their respective states so they can put up a list of, of priorities as to what they can do rather quickly. Now, keep in mind when we had the Great Recession, part of that stimulus package was to have jobs, public sector jobs or jobs created by the government for, for uh, as, as a means, not for, but as a means to, to get out of the, the Great Recession we had, we had about a decade or so ago. So what is key is not just the the planning and the designing of what we're going to do is the it's how quickly we can actually, as they would say, shovel ready type projects to get get things moved forward, uh, so that people can actually be gainfully employed uh, rather quickly. Now, granted, a lot of people will go back to their their former former employer, but I'm saying that a lot of them are not going to be may not be able to go back as quickly just because of people's confidence in and and uh, and traveling like they used to. Yeah, I mean, it's also up to the companies as well to be pushed to have people be trained because training costs money, and it's up to the businesses to actually do that. Because I agree with you, I think a lot of people 
are going to either change careers or try to learn a certain skill. So even when this is occurring, they're still able to do what they need to do. So, well, that's where the government. Uh, that's where the government. Would, you know, do you? Yeah, that's where the government yeah, would come in, Gary. Because instead of giving companies trillions or hundreds of millions of dollars, like we've been doing, and we had to in the first stage and second stage, we had to. Instead of just giving them that money with no strings attached, the federal government must put strings attached and say, "No, you must establish a management training program that will bring in X percent of uh, people uh, or X number of people into that program." and train them for, for specific jobs within your organization. That's what would also be, be necessary. We must give them, we're giving them dollars now just because, but uh, just to keep them at their status at their same level, more or less, uh, many of them were given these dollars not to lay off their people. They still laid off their people. So, but we, we need to be able to, to uh, say to them, we need to train some of our young people for, 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 for careers in your organization. And oh, by the way, the people that you have in your organization that are of color, um, you know, let's, let's see, let's see your records immediately before you even get, even think about getting a check, before you even think about it. And whether or not we, the first thing that has to happen, you have to beef up a certain organization within the, within the federal government to be able to explore all these companies' records. Well, it should, it should be done because as I stated earlier, who's most affected by COVID-19? Black and brown people. And they should, they should just be treated fairly. No one's asking for anything that's not fair. No one's asking for any exceptions. No one asking for any privileges. All we're asking for is that these companies abide by the law and not try to get away with, well, everybody doesn't do that. I'm not the only one. No, it doesn't work like that. Following three terms on the city council and three terms in Congress, former Congressman Gary Franks' consulting firm has helped scores of companies, large Fortune 500 firms, small businesses, and even startup companies secure millions of dollars in federal government contracts and international business opportunities. Congressman Franks, a Yale grad, author, Fortune 500 executive, and former visiting professor at Georgetown University, UVA, and Hampton University, will use his knowledge, experience, relationships, and strategic plan model to help you reach that next level of success. Schedule your participation in an upcoming webinar to learn just how Congressman Franks can help you. For more information, email gary at garyfranks.org now. I believe that instead of, um, of looking at having trillions of dollars go in, in this manner, I think that we have to start or have something attached to it that talks about jobs, federal government job creation that we know what we need a highway bill and get that passed and attach that to it and start to 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 move monies away from from programs that uh, that just seem to keep everyone afloat to to being able to give people real jobs in the federal in the federal workspace that will help our our our, uh, help our our highways and 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 help all of the many of the bridges that are in dire dire need of repair. So, without going into the particulars of that bill, I am saying that we should look at ways in which we are creating jobs for people instead of just helping them maintain themselves. We are, from a national perspective, the curve is going downward. It's not as though 
it's it's I'm not predicting that it's going to be a B type thing go down and come straight up, and, and we don't know we don't know if it's going to go up or down. But the bottom line of it is we must get prepared to be able to start to move twenty at least that twenty five percent of our workplace that's unemployed right now, um, or twenty to twenty five percent of our work workforce that's that's unemployed right now, um, into real jobs as soon as possible and the fastest way is through through uh use of the highway bill but we have to get that moved along the past and i don't see that being a problem because obviously they've they've house and senate they've they spent more money in the last couple months than probably the last 10 congresses combined <laughs> you know and they did it in, literally in weeks and days in some instances so they should be able to get this done done rather quickly as well so that we can start to position ourselves so that um people can can know that if they need a job they can be part of a of a force that can help with the construction of our highways and our bridges and it could all be under the army corps of engineers it all could be under our defense department quite frankly it uh, i am not overly leaning toward having it go to major corporations i am not heavily leaning toward toward having it go to heavily unionized types of structures because if the unions don't have a situation where they have treated workers fairly they shouldn't be able to to, to compete for, for for work as well uh, but that's uh that's a whole nother story that that may be another can of worms that that may not we may not want to tackle at this point but let the army corps of engineers do it they're very good at uh, managing projects like of this nature and it can be under this type of emergency that we're under crisis that we're under you know something that they can actually uh quarterback and manage so we're out of time for today. We have heard you. And we are going to be going back to our So You Want to Run for Office segments very, very soon. We have a number of episodes in mind. Yes, we talked about how dead people vote. We're going to talk, That's going to be a whole episode, folks. But we're also going to talk about what does an endorsement mean? Does it help you? How does it help you? We're going to talk about that. And we really have truly just gotten started. So you have not even announced your candidacy. So, folks, stay tuned. And we have a lot more to share. Don't forget to subscribe.